Alright, um, it is, what is it, 6.45 in the morning, Friday, July 7th, and I'm recording an audio-only brief version of this podcast um, for this episode, because I don't feel like I should be giving this team time, um, I think for, you know, for a team who's expected so much and the return is so little, why should I give them that respect? So this is going to be quick. I know I say that and never listen, but this is going to be quick. Um, the Yankees just, <laughs> uh, they split a series with the Baltimore Orioles. And, and again, I'll remind you, that's not good enough. I, somewhere along the line, we've gotten like obsessed with settling. Maybe it's this team indoctrinating everybody and just... I don't know. It's naturally come, but we've gotten obsessed with settling for 500 ball to where we take a split in in July now, by the way, the the fourth month of the season, uh, where we're tied for the fourth place Blue Jays now as acceptable. The New York Yankees were never a team who did that. The New York Yankees weren't supposed to accept mediocrity because we keep accepting oh well they split oh they took two or three against Oakland oh they they stayed above water on the road trip like that's the reason this team is going to be an 88 win team and in possibly third place maybe worse by the end of the season because we keep settling for bullshit mediocrity so let me get that out of the way and say no I'm not satisfied and I'm not walking away with this as as a, as a positive oh well well they ended up splitting with one of the better teams in baseball no they're supposed to be saying that about the Yankees so we're not supposed to be looking up um yeah this was the series against the Orioles where the Yankees looked really solid for the first two games um, but nobody bought into it if they were smart, uh, and then they just completely shit the bed, uh, and their pitching is now starting to fall apart, which is another concern itself that wasn't prior to. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I thought it was pretty ironic how the Yankees stadium, you know, because uh, Yankees fans give uh, the Yankees a lot of shit for being so tone deaf these last couple of seasons, and I thought the perfect example of that um, was just how they played the Aaron Hicks tribute. <laughs> It's like, how do you not read the room? How do you not know the booze were coming? I mean, come on. And it's going to be funny when tonight they have Luis Severino bobblehead, regardless of what happened last night. I mean, speaking of tone deaf, this is going to be hilarious. Uh, anyways, um, some brief notes there. You know, that happened. Uh, Jimmy Cordero was suspended. Another jackass on this team that you can't root for. Um, he beat his wife or some shit. What a loser. Scumbag. He sucked anyway. Not like it mattered. Um, Aaron Judge continues. You know, we, we keep getting these weird updates on him. Um, not that I give a shit about updates. Just tell me when the guy's playing baseball for my team. Um, and so let's just dive right into it. Again, I'm not wasting time here. So we'll get to the intro right now. Um, that was a long intro, pre-intro. And as soon as we return from our intro, we'll dive into the series. Let's do it. Welcome to BD4, an RJ Carbone podcast. BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. We also do MMA. Yanks every series, Knicks every game, MMA on occasion. BD4 
is a five-star show on Apple Podcasts, also available in video format on YouTube and Spotify. So thanks for stopping by, and we hope you enjoy the show. Champion of the world, Turning, looking, see ya! Anthony for three, bang! That one goes down, and the game is tied! Time! Penetrate, creates, and showing some dexterity as well with the left hand. All right, um... Uh, so game one of the series we're going to try to make this short man because I don't want to be talking about these recaps Uh, the Yankees won 6-3 Domingo versus Wells Domingo does not have it um, as sort of expected when you get guys coming off a no hitter perfect game Um, he was hit around in the second and third inning with a bunch of base hits and a double Bowen singles, Rutschman doubles or Hearn singles makes it 3-0 Orioles looked like a shutout night Looked very grim. Higashioka gets caught trying to steal as well. Um, shocker. But the Yankees finally show up when um, Nick Ramirez comes in for Domingo in the fifth. He escapes trouble. And then the Yankees have a big bottom of the fifth when they get back-to-back homers from Volpe and Higgy. And then a 1-2-3 top of the sixth as well from uh, fucking Ramirez. Uh, they had a shot to do damage with first and second and one out in the bottom of the sixth. But Bader and Donaldson put up two very pathetic at-bats, and they pop up. Um, Hamilton flirts with trouble on the top of the seventh, but he finds a way out. Uh, Nice catch in the inning by Volpe, too, for the third out. Bottom of the seventh, the Yankees get another huge opportunity. Uh, And by the way, if the audio sounds a little echoey and, and, like, canned, it's because I'm not recording with my usual equipment at the moment. I'm just, I'm literally, it's not even seven in the morning and I'm recording this um, from my bed. Um, yeah, at the bottom of the seventh, Yankees get another massive opportunity. Two base hits from IKF and Volpe with no outs. You have the rare sack bunt. This one was executed by Higashioka. Uh, pitching change, then DJ comes up to the plate. He pounds one into the dirt like he always does, uh, and the Yankees are caught on the bases like they always are. But then a wild pitch by uh, Cano, and Glaber's at-bat scores Volpe to tie the game. Uh, so Canley came in for the eighth. He was excellent. And then in the bottom of the eighth, the Yankees take the big lead there with the base hits from Stanton, Rare, and Rizzo. Uh, and then it's the gigantic... Harrison Bader home run to put them up 6-3. You you always get moments like this. You got moments like the Herman perfect game. You got moments like the Bader home run in this where you think it's going to jolt this team, but, you know, this team doesn't get hot. Um, Holmes gets the save and the Yankees win, though. That's nice. Uh, (laughs) I don't know, man. uh, Fucking... Uh, that's that's game one. I mean, do we really need to... Six runs and 11 hits. Uh, oh, two hit nights from Higgy, Volpe, IKF, Bader, and Stanton. Um, Higgy doubles and homers, IKF doubles. Struggled in left field a couple of times. That's a shocker. And again, he's thrown out at home, going on contact on that play. That happens to Yankees every other night. It's pathetic. They look... Like the Mets. Um, Stanton, two base hits. He played the field. 
Volpe had a home run. Bader, a home run, three RBIs. The crowd went absolutely bonkers after that homer. Um, Rizzo was on base two times with the big single and a walk. I like that the Yankees used both small ball and long ball in this game. That was nice for a change. Um, you know, even Bader showed bunt twice before he ended up swinging away. Um, but yeah, Baltimore pitchers were leaving pitches up in the zone a whole lot. Um, Domingo goes four and a third, nine hits, three runs, two earned, um, no walks, five Ks. Yeah, he wasn't good. Um, expected coming off a perfect game with a letdown. That's how that works. Um, he was hit around. The stuff wasn't there. The curveball wasn't great, which was his best pitch in the perfect game. Uh, it was hit around a little bit. Seemed like he went change up heavy in this one, but there wasn't a ton of separation between the change and the fastball. So got hit. Um, the bullpen was phenomenal. Ramirez clutched up. Hamilton worked in and out of a jam. Canely was Canely with that changeup. He gets the win. And then Holmes gets the save going 1-2-3 in the ninth. That's game one. Game two, the Yankees win 8-4. to four. Um, Clark Schmidt goes up against Gibson. The Yanks were on the board right away with a Glaber home run. And then to make it three zip early on, IKF hits the sack fly in the fourth. Schmidt started well, went four innings on... Just one hit. He was looking very good, but then he imploded in the fifth inning a little bit, issuing three extra base hits. Hicks and Frazier with home runs to tie the game. Um, the pen comes in, though, and, of course, they shut it down. Um, uh, meanwhile, on the bottom of the fifth, you get Stanton. Hard ground ball single where Glaber actually scored from first base on. Um <laughs> wasn't the smartest thing, and, you know, Glaber's not a smart baseball player. He's a losing player with a low IQ, but he runs to the stop sign, and this time it works because a broken clock is right twice a day. Uh, it's 4-3, to three. and then the seventh, the Yankees broke this thing open. Trevino with the solo bomb, and then you had Harrison Bader with a big two-run double ground ball down the right side to put the game to bed. He slashes it down the opposite way, and the Yankees go up 7-3. to three. They eventually win 8-4. to four. Um, eight runs on seven hits, six extra base hits, six walks, eight Ks, and one of nine in scoring position. Glaber had two hits, him and Trevino with the home run, Bowers, Bader, and IKF with doubles. Two RBIs from Bader and Glaber. Schmidt, five-plus innings, three runs, five hits, no walks, seven Ks. He looked very, very good early on. He was cruising. Um, he had his two best pitches working, that cutter-slider slider, cutter slider. Combo was on point, or sweeper, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But he was spotting the cutter on the edges, changing eye levels with it. And the breaking ball was also working well, too, generating a lot of swing and miss action. Um, but it, it was the same thing that it's always been with Clark. As soon as he gets past that fifth inning, as soon as the lineup card flips the third time through, he starts to struggle pretty badly, and that he did. And now, in the sixth inning this year, Clark Schmidt's opponent OPS is 1265. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. He's got to get hot again. He hasn't been terrible lately, but he's certainly not been that good. Um, in the bullpen, Marnacho gets the sixth inning. Got into trouble initially, but worked out of it. Earned the hold. Uh, Peralta got the seventh inning. Allowed a base hit, but got the job done. Also got the hold. Canely, the eighth inning. Walked a couple batters, but he got out of it cleanly with a double play. Uh, Abreu, the ninth inning. Did a nice job closing it out. Uh, sure. And that was it for the positive. Because uh, the Yankees 
well, they lost game three, six to three. Uh, Vasquez versus Kramer. Um, the Yankees went up two nothing early. Yeah, uh, Donaldson had two early hits, solo homer in the fifth, and then Higashioka came through with a big single in the inning as well. But the Yankees are incompetent with any little fundamental of the game, so Higashioka gets caught trying to go for two. Um, Vasquez goes five shutout. Looked like he could have been on track for a win, uh, but he wasn't. Uh, the game was delayed for a while after cameraman Pete Stengel got hit. Uh, I think he's okay, they said, so that's good. Resumes, and in the top of the sixth, the Orioles then score four unanswered runs because, um, in my opinion, because of, of, of the manager they have. Uh, and I don't even want to say his name because it just makes me mad. Um, yeah, the guy disgusts me. Uh, Ramirez was in first. That was a horrendous move. And then they went to King, which was, you know, he, he was also horrendous. Uh, they were both terrible. Uh, so the Yankees go down four to two. Uh, Volpe hits a pretty big home run, you know, off Cano in the bottom of the eighth, makes it four to three. And then the Yankees had some opportunities, but the veteran bats couldn't get it done. Rizzo flies out. Torres with the feeble pop-up, and then Stanton. And another moment to join the team this season decides not to. The game was over after Ian Hamilton continued to struggle since returning from the DL and, you know, didn't do good. Seems like Ian Hamilton's run is over. Um, you know, his surprise being good is kind of over. And the Yankees lose 6-3. Um, offensively, they were awful. Donaldson had two hits, the homer. And as soon as he hit the home run, I knew it was a loss because that's what he does. He hits home runs and they lose. Um, Volpe a homer. Higashioka an RBI base hit. And again, the eighth inning there, Stanton had another opportunity to have his first moment of the season. And he did not come through once again. So the offense produced an absolute dud. Uh, Vasquez was at least good. Uh, five innings, no runs, three hits, three walks, a K. The bullpen, first of all, before I even get to my problem with the usage of it, I will say that the bullpen is to take blame as well. Four innings, six runs, seven hits, a walk. That is atrocious. It's absolutely atrocious. Ramirez was awful. King was awful. And Ian Hamilton was awful. Now, that said... Why are we going with Nick Ramirez before Michael King? No baseball fan outside of Yankees fans knows who Nick Ramirez is. You're stealing outs again. You're going with your number seven, number eight reliever over a top three reliever in that bullpen. That really bothered me, and it continues to bother me. If that's going to be the case, and you're going to try to steal outs before going with your weapons, then just let Vasquez keep at it. Because Randy Vasquez, who's been pitching well for you, he went only five innings in this game despite just 75 pitches. I thought you could have definitely squeezed more out of him. I'm sorry. This era where we can't let guys even think about throwing 95 pitches is nuts. I believe Randy Vasquez's season high in pitches with Scranton was 98. So I think you let him ride. If you're worried about the whole later in the game, third time through stuff, then give him a batter or two in the sixth inning and call it there. 
So while I didn't hate pulling them there and was just more annoyed, if you are going to do that, I don't know, maybe in a two-run divisional game, do it for a guy you're actually going to use in the postseason. So that bothered the living shit out of me. Um, and of course, also, this is maybe more on Cashman, but it seemed like, uh, it seems like, and we were reminded again once last night as well, uh, why are we playing infielders in the goddamn outfield? It seems like that's a bad idea. And we'll also talk on that in a second as well. Because um, I'm kind of getting tired of that. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's game three. Game four, the Yankees lose 14-1. I mean, Severino was awful. The game was over in the third inning. That's all you need to know. Severino allowed his solo home run in the, in the first inning. Uh, but then come the third inning, I mean, he got shelled. He got rocked. Seven runs come across, and the game's over by then. You had more mistakes on the bases again. Shocker. You had more mistakes from the infielders playing outfield again last night. Shocker. And then you had another position player pitching last night. Shocker. Embarrassing. I'm really, 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 really getting tired of people thinking it's adorable and fun to watch IKF play outfield and pitch. I'm getting a little bit tired of it. Like, it was cute at first, but at this point, it's kind of just getting old. Having guys play out of position so often, Bowers misplays a ball that leads to the extra run in Game 3. That's really where the Yankees lost it. I know Bader had a boo-boo, but I'm getting really tired of watching IKF and Jake Bowers, a shortstop and a first baseman, Play center field and corner outfield for me. It's old. It's old, embarrassing. It's it's very small market like. It's not what a franchise who shells out two hundred eighty million dollars a year on their roster should have to be dealing with. So I don't care what you do. Figure it out. I'm not the GM. Play McKinney in left field as a defensive replacement if you need to later in the game. Call up Estevan Florial to play that role because he's hit enough to where he should be getting promoted for his defense at least. Do something. Do something different because this shit, this shit is embarrassing. It happened last night again as well. I'm getting really tired of having to watch Isaiah Condor-Falefa pitch. It's the fifth time this has happened this season. That should not happen. It should not ever happen. The Yankees seem to be getting blown out every week now. It's embarrassing. I'm just, I'm so sick of this shit being a norm. It's a norm for this team. A complete norm. And they're so complacent. Donaldson can keep hitting a buck 40. No problem. You'll get all the time in the world. 
They're complacent. Make a change. Somebody brought up a really good point on Twitter last night. Jorge Mateo, former Yankee, now on the Orioles, he got off to a very hot start for the O's this season. Then he fell off a cliff. And the O's, what they did is they didn't get complacent. They didn't say, hey, we're a second-place team. We're still doing our thing. You're a young player. We'll give you all the time in the world. No. They made a move. They shook it up. They went Henderson. They went, what's the other guy's name, Westburn or something? Those guys are now playing over him more. You guys are up. Mateo, you're going to sit for a little bit. You're not going to play as much. The Yankees don't do that shit. The Yankees stick with the same script. They, they, they stick to their path and expect things to change that way. They stay the course. That's not how you progress. That's that's not progression. That is not progression. Um, I, I'm just, it, it's, I don't know, man. I don't feel it with this team. Hal Steinbrenner says he's confused. Hal's confused. Severino's cooked. But yeah, this team, again, I'm just talking randomly. I'm uh, hitting on different points. <laughs> but the Yankees had a massive chance, a massive chance to gain ground on the Baltimore Orioles. But no, they gave it all back. And they, they gave the, the Baltimore Orioles the better energy leaving this series. If I'm the O's, I'm not leaving this stadium last night scared of the Yankees. I'm thinking, hey, we're younger, we're more athletic, we're healthy, we're exciting, we're hungry. We actually give two shits. We just blew you out of the water. This was a win for us. That's a solid-ass team over there. I look at the Orioles, and I know this is cliche, but I don't care. I look at the Orioles, and I see a baseball team. I see guys having the amount of line drive gappers last night. Man, it made me jealous. It made me jealous. I got to look at how many home runs they hit. Because I don't think it was many, and they still scored 14 runs. The Orioles last night hit uh, one, two, two. They hit two home runs. They had 20 hits. 20 hits, 14 runs, two home runs. That's good. That's good baseball. They don't need the home run. They can pick up hits. <laughs> Funny thing is, the Orioles don't really hit for an extremely high average, but compared to the Yankees, they still do. <laughs> like, I think they're middle of the pack, but the Yankees don't get on base. They don't hit. They don't draw walks anymore. So really, any team, even the Oakland A's, can make the Yankee offense or can make themselves, compared to the Yankee offense, look like Murderer's Row. So, yeah, I'm a little tired of everything right now. I just, again, my my consistent opinion for since 2020, really, has been this team needs a massive overhaul. They're too slow and old, and that doesn't work in modern baseball. But, you know, you know what we'll do as fans, we'll, we'll talk ourselves into 
thinking this team maybe still has a chance, right? Oh, okay, maybe there's something there. They'll win a few in a row. But as soon as they always seem to just be getting hot this year, that's when they fold. They never find that. They they don't have any momentum. There's they, Just when you think they're gaining steam and finding a little bit of momentum, they go out and they do shit like this. And it, it keeps happening. So maybe that's just who they are. Maybe they're this 88-win team who's going to be in third place, and that screams mediocre no matter what your expectation is. So maybe that's just them. So the whole Rodon thing, I can't get excited about that because I just know this team is the same exact fucking team, even a little bit worse than they've been in recent years. So that's where I'll wrap this up. No trivia tonight. That's it. We'll end it right here. I'm out. Oh, and like this matters, but uh, tipping my cap to uh, Harrison Bader. He gets one. Um... You know, you had one, two, three, four hits in 10 at-bats this series, I believe. Um, or 11. I don't know. I got to look. So Harrison Bader's getting a, a getting my, my respect. Randy Vasquez, five shutout innings, is also getting my respect. I'm tipping my cap to him. And then I'm also going to hand out uh, or tip my cap to Tommy Canely. Because he continues to do his thing. So those are your three for this series. That's it. This team is a joke. They're pathetic. I don't buy one bit that they're going to actually become contenders, legitimate World Series contenders overnight. Um, you know, they, they, they should definitely think about becoming sellers for a change. I know they won't. That won't happen. They're going to continue bullshitting their way through the season, stay the course, and they're going to make their money because that's all they really care about. Um so, you know, even if guys like San Diego become sellers, St. Louis become sellers, don't don't be talking about Juan Soto or any of that or Otani, because that shit's not going to happen with this team. This team doesn't think about the win first; they think about the luxury tax. That's it. This episode was brought to you by Anchor. Hey there! If you stayed the entire way through, we thank you immensely for it. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and that you come back for the next episode real soon. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, download these episodes, and share them with your friends as well. BD4 is a five-star podcast simply because of you. And we'd like to keep it that way. Have a wonderful day. Go Yankees! And go Knicks.